yes. I feel like right now in our 20s, whatever, especially early 20s, right? And I'm considering that between like 20 to 25 around there is very much a time for building routine. This is such a time for understanding how to build our personal routines. And I, and then I'm not, and make mistakes and make thank you There's, and make mistakes because yeah. I feel like that's part of the routine though it's like you got to get used to making mistakes and being okay with it not beating yourself up about it being like well that we live and we learn hey this is Colin Cadet and Alexa Claire the sky blanks and you're listening to the 2721 club Hi guys, welcome to another episode of 2721 Club. I am super excited to talk about this topic, um, bleeding money, or, you know, like I said, to say, get your money up, not your funny up. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, get, get that. <laughs> <laughs> so what that really means, right, is, you know, you see a lot of times, a lot of people you maybe went to school with, grew up with, and, you know, they're, if I needed to go out to do things or, you see them going on trips, you know, like, oh, wow, like, how are they afforded to do all this stuff, right? And a lot of times people are just low-key, just bleeding in debt, or they're doing, overextending themselves and putting themselves in bad situations for financial situations for short-term gains. And so we want to kind of talk about our experiences, where we've kind of fallen, where we, we've seen some of those stories on today's episode. So um, I'm excited. Let's go. Let's go. I want to hear a money story. I want to hear like a money story where you're all, where y'all were like, damn, I need to, I need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I need to sit down and make a plan. Yeah. I think, I think I can start off. What comes to mind immediately is like study abroad. So I know, you know, study abroad is a very unique experience. Alexa studied abroad like three times. <laughs> so she knows this a lot. And, you know, a big time, a big thing, even if you just like went on a trip, right. Or go to live in a place for an extended period of time. Um, you don't have income coming in. You can't legally work somewhere um, unless you're now, I guess it's kind of cool. People could do remote jobs and stuff, but yeah. back then it was before the pandemic. It was like 2019 and I was getting ready to go to Barcelona for a study abroad. And so I had a little internship thing going, but it wasn't paying me. It was for credit and everyone wants to go on trips around Europe. Everyone wants to do this and that wants to go out all the time. I'm like, I don't, I know I have like maybe like $1,200 for the whole four months I'm going to be there. Um, and so I'm how I'm going to make that stretch, right? I need to pay for my food. I need to pay for my trips. I need to do all this stuff. And, you know, like it adds up. You're paying $100 every month, every week um, to go out. And then you're playing travel and transportation and everything. So it's just like money falling out of my pocket. Yeah. And so I was like, dang, how am I going to, how am I going to finesse this? Right. You know, of course, like luckily, like, you know, my, my parents are like, oh, you know, like if you need anything, whatever, but I don't want to rely on them. So I'm like, and you know, like I want to be independent. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to make this work and stretch it out. So what I ended up doing was like, okay, what are the free things I can do? What are the things I can do outside? Smart. And things with like Europe is like really, like at least for like Spain and Barcelona, it's like a lot, there's a lot of cool things to do outside. There's a lot of events in the city. It's all free. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's make a list of things we can do. And, you know, having like kind of that structure of like, if people want to go out, okay, how about we go to this festival that's outside and you don't have to go crazy with spending money. Um, or, you know, being able to get on these trips with my program that would charge me later. So I knew I can make that money once I come back to the States. I was like, okay, I'll go on these trips and they'll hold my transcript, but I'll pay them eventually. <laughs> and so like, sometimes you got to like overextend yourself a little bit because you're like, okay, I want to go on this cool trip. I don't care how much it costs, you know, I'll make sure to do that. And that might be a little bit self, like uh, foolish, but, you know, it worked out in the end. You just need to make sure that you know, okay, 
this money that I'm going to make when I come back from this experience is going to go to that, that debt I have, um, or that thing I owe money on, because mm-hmm. if you don't pay it off, then you're a forget it's going to compound and you're going to, you know, fall to the wayside. So that was kind of what came to mind, but I'm interested about you, Alexa. Yeah. I mean, you definitely hit on a couple that I can definitely relate to, especially in regard to using study abroad is like that, that control environment, I guess that we're going to start from like the foundation is okay. First, you said that a lot of people were taking a lot of different side trips that you couldn't do, which I totally relate to, right? So one of my study abroad experiences was in uh, Shanghai, China. And a lot of people in my group got to go to Mongolia, went to the North Korean border, did like all these crazy things. They had like, yeah, literally they had like, oh yeah, we're gonna go get like pops to come to our, like Tibet. And so I'm like, what are y'all- I would would go to Tibet, but- Like, and it's not that I didn't want to do those things, right? And I really had to, and this kind of goes into the emotional side of money management where you really wanna, it's not necessarily keeping up with the Joneses, right? Because it's not like this is completely unattainable because other people your age in your group at the study abroad event or whatever space that you're in are doing this. So you're like, you know, it's possible. It's not something that you're seeing on IG happening. So it's like, well, damn, what am I, what am I not doing right? So right, so so my next study abroad trip was in Paris. And before I headed out there that summer, I was, who I was destitute. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was like, when I tell you I was eating like one meal a day, sometimes not having any meals. Mm-hmm. I do not recommend this for anyone. It was not purposeful. It's because I literally didn't have the money to eat. Like um, that, not ideal. But I was like, okay, I can't have it be this way anymore. So much in the way that you were like, okay, let me sit down and figure out what are some free things I can do. How can I really take advantage of this and make this trip a great trip for myself? How can I make this summer a great summer for myself? How can I make this upcoming time in Paris really great for myself? I was like, okay, so what skills do I have? So I was able to really be like, okay, so I really have a lot of experience with marketing, at least in regard to social media management, that kind of thing. Because a lot of older people at that time was it 2019 still are like what's Instagram like I whatever <laughs> so I'm like I can build out this entire thing for you for the easy price of a thousand dollars right so I was just like going to people that I knew had the money to throw around like that yeah. and working working at a gym at the time really made that super help super easy for me um because I was always sure to present myself a certain way at the gym I was always sure to like show that I actually know what the hell I'm talking about and the fact that um a lot of people that attended the gym were those that worked in business so had money to store around like that and invest in themselves in their side in their side businesses so that's a side piece i really (laughs) got i was like alexa that's not what i meant um no no just kidding um but so so i made up an entire portfolio thing on canva right i was like i can do this i can do this is how much this costs how much this costs and so i sent that to those particular people presented my pitch and they were like, yeah, we're super on board with this. So while I was in France, I was working. I was doing this like consulting work basically with social media for these for these clients. And it definitely helped fund a couple of side trips for myself for sure. Like I would not have been able to go to Portugal, to Germany, to whatever all the other places I went to um, if I had not done that. But in that same breath, I shouldn't have had to have done that. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the that's something I really want to talk about during this podcast, especially is during this episode, especially is that Yes, we are young people and yes, we should be about our business, about being ambitious, about making things work, but you should also just get to have fun, right? Like how can you manage the money that you are getting now, right now, not having to add anything on top of that, but manage what you have right now to have the best experience possible for yourself and not a matter of like being like, well, I guess I can't do this, this and that. So I'll manage with this and that. Like, no, I really want you to enjoy what is available to you now. And there's a way to frame that for yourself, which is what we're going to talk about a lot. But 
I just wanted to share that little piece of like how I had to just use even that and that. And I was tired. There's times where I wanted to go out and do things with the other people in my group. And I didn't get to do it because, oh, I have to work yeah. during a study abroad. Like, that's not cute. Anyway, definitely had to mention that. But there are a couple more stories I can offer during this episode. But I want to hear one of Colin's stories. One of Colin's stories. We, this ain't even, we're not even having or whatever to, you want to share about like what's something you want people to know about money no 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 hold on i love especially <laughs> what i was going to say was we're not having to flash back <laughs> it's yeah, not, right. not, we don't have to hit the we just we can, we can pick up right <laughs> currently i'm having to you know um implement a lot of um budgeting practices and sort of having to be a lot more um mindful with my spending i don't have I'm, I'm currently in between jobs right now um you know i left dc and i left um gw for the time being and went straight into like the work field um i had a job for like like a, a month and a half when i first started like you know when i first came back home as the summer began and then i was like ah i'm not staying at let me not say the company's name so you know whatever i'm not staying there um but y'all already know i mean (laughs) we're not staying there um and so yeah i've been um otherwise just pivoting and spending way too much credit and so it's like currently i'm not in the best financial place i've like i'm 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 like actually in one of the worst financial places i've ever been in but what does that mean? What is what implications does that have in my life? Um, yeah, like you gotta be hella intentional um, with the money that like I, right now, like I, you know, like like my like my, I'll have like certain people. Like I, I was talking to my cousin the other day, and she was you know she sent me some bread, which I really appreciated. But even with the money she sent, I had to be like mad intentional. Like I was like I. I'm hungry right now and I could like go and pick up some food quickly like that wasn't an option prior but I'm like no let me go to Trader Joe's and spend this like money on some groceries so that could I could stretch it over the week so that's just like an example for me of you know even if you have a little bit of money you still want to be creative about it you know and and try to maximize um the, the amount that you have um I think that when you're going through a difficult time with money, it's important to try to like not allow that to create um, a low sense of self-worth in the sense that like you feel like, um, like I have a song um, called Zero and it's actually about the um, relationship between like, so the song is called Zero and it's like, like without anything at all i know that i got plenty without anything at all a few turns and a many steadily reversing my mindset from scarcity to abundance from nothing is born substance so like the idea behind that is the is it's really about a mindset shift and like and and even if you're going through a very difficult period where you feel like you're in squalor and you don't have a lot um don't allow that to make you believe that you are like you know um that you that you are essentially like um of of little worth and that you that that you know what i'm saying if you if you identify with like this that the struggle that you're experiencing you'll only reinforce more of that so and, and essentially what i'm trying to offer is that in these moments like um it could be especially challenging 
but like you know this could be a, a opportunity to actually like um still be creative about what it is that you do have and, and look at the spaces in your life where you're still abundant right so I, I just wanted to offer that like finances aren't the only form of abundance and abundance can present itself in so many different avenues in your life and if you could you know have a you could shift your perspective um you know you could still feel like an abundant person um even though you might be having a financial difficulty and if you continue to focus on that abundant perspective and other and 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 a totality eventually you'll see a shift in your finances as well but i will say that like um it is not necessarily easy and i've i've been going through that period myself of, of sort of being in between my job and not really having money coming in and you know having to be very intentional about my expenses but you know um necessity breeds creativity and innovation um i think alexa mentioned one conversation we were having it's like you know she's come up with some of her like best cooking ideas while out of a state of desperation like you know some of those oatmeal ideas be hidden for me the, the ramen noodle mixtures that i've been cooking up recently the type of the combinations that i've been able to come up struggle with meals. The struggle <laughs> meals are real but i guess you know i think i just wanted to offer that perspective and recognize that like you know um don't allow having a financial struggle to make you feel like you or yourself um are um are of low self-worth you want to make sure that you identify with still an abundant state of mind yeah colin i want to echo that you don't you should not equate yourself to the amount of money that's in your bank account or you know amount of assets you have um because i know tons of people that have everything in the world but are not good people like they're just they're yeah. they're um lost or um their value as a individual aside from what they bring to the table financially is very shallow um and you know for those who come into money you know say you get a good job and you start making more money you should still you know live below your means not overexpend because that's how people get in a cycle of uh still being kind of um incurring lots of debt you can have a great job but you can still be going spending more than you should um and so you know that's why i say the college lifestyle of of you know make every budget count every every dollar count every you know um thing you do you know trying to be a little bit frugal because then you keep that habit throughout your life and you know you can treat yourself incrementally but you know with this intentionality behind it allows you to um, never be in that um, bad place and shit happens right like you you know things that you can't predict will happen and you'll get knocked down but you can always build yourself up because you have those habits um and so just knowing how to manage money and not have money manage you is the biggest thing you, you need to take away from that um experience when you are you know going through it and that's okay it comes and goes i say you know if you know you can have an experience that's really worthwhile and it's life-changing like you know going abroad or taking your family somewhere or doing something you know that might be worth you know the the frugality it take after you know spending that much money um and so you know i ain't trying to invest in myself a little bit you know my birthdays I, i'm like okay i can spend a little bit to you know treat myself it's coming uh, up coming yeah, up it's coming up my and birthday then, <laughs> and uh you know, like during like August, like is like in Europe, everyone goes on on uh, vacation, and I'm always like, you know, holiday, 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 holiday. <laughs> oh, babes, babes, you want to go on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> so 
you know, oh, you, you nice. treat yourself and go see people you haven't seen in a while, travel, those like little breaks in your schedule of time, you know, invest set time, set money aside to do those things. Cause that's what's like fruitful about life. Right. Yeah. I love experiences more than like commodities. I want to be rich in memories. Mm -hmm. I think a big, a big issue with it when it comes to people our age, when it comes to that, is that they think about what's fair and not what's reasonable. Mm. Like, it's not fair that I don't get to do that. Or it's not fair that they get to do that and I don't, or that I can't afford that, whatever. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Where did this concept of fairness become a part of the conversation? Like, it, I cannot, I cannot express enough how much it annoys me because it's setting yourself up for failure. And I'm also preaching to myself at the same time, right? Because there's definitely that subconscious in me that's saying, oh, it's not fair that you don't get to go here and shop and do as much as you want and not have to look at the, the price when you're paying, you know? It's like, hashtag treat me, like, you know, it's like- Treat, oh, treat yourself. Treat yourself, hashtag treat yourself, hashtag like lux, whatever, luxury lifestyle, all that stuff. I should get to do that. But but then I have to think to myself, no, it's not, it's not reasonable. Because this cycle of life that I'm in right now doesn't require those things. It does not necessitate those things in my life or even those experiences right because some of them are experiences like I want to go to the spa I want to go to th do this every month rather than you know once in a blue moon oh my birthday like I want this to be a regular yeah. part of my life but it's just not reasonable for right now and I don't want to attribute it solely to age because the only thing that age means is that you were born last like <laughs> that's all it means when you're younger than everybody else you were just born last it has nothing to do with what your capabilities nothing to do with what should be expected for you of you what you should expect of yourself nothing to do with that but because we do talk to a lot of postgrads and that's who we're talking to right now i do want to definitely talk about the fact that because a lot of y'all are in your early 20s we definitely want to have fun right we want to have fun we're definitely all about um being able to shop till we drop, look good at the club, do all these kind of things. You know, you want to be able to live the life that you see for yourself on Pinterest, you know, that whole thing. But it's not reasonable all the time. That's why every new cycle, once I start feeling as if there's some friction in what's going on in my life, I think that's the way to put it. Once I start feeling friction or the, the frequency wave is starting to get a little sketchy, right? I'm like, oh, wait a minute. We're going into a new cycle. We're transitioning now. Something something's shifting and I need to pay attention to it. So I will sit down for however long it takes, whether it's a day or a week or a, hell, a month sometimes. Sometimes it takes a whole month where I'm like, I need to figure out my life. What am I doing? <laughs> and no one needs to be let in on that conversation when it's happening. Sometimes I do let people in, but other times I just got to figure it out myself. But during that time, I'm thinking to myself like, okay, so I know that right now, at least for me right now, I'll share. I'm in trans transitional cycle. I'm definitely in a mode of I want to get new outfits. I want to do a whole new hairstyle. I want to do, um, I want to prioritize my money spending a little bit more towards, you know, the beauty aesthetic type things. Whereas before I was way more on savings, way more on that or that, where now I'm like, okay, where I'm, I'm kind of where I want to be with those things. And I can still put forward with that, of course, but I can lean back a little bit and do a little bit more fun stuff now. So I'm seeing like, okay, and actually I can make that happen for myself. Whereas six months ago, I was not there. Six months ago, the process the transitional focus, the cycle focus, the, what was reasonable, what was being called from me was to focus on my savings, to focus on, you know, experiences that are a bit more free, like go for a walk, go see what you find, go and yeah. like, you know, window shopping, so on and so forth. It's really about what is reasonable in this current cycle, not what's fair, not what makes sense because of what you're seeing everybody else doing, right? It's really about what is reasonable. Yeah, I mean, I, I was interested by that framing like 
in terms of like what's fair and what's reasonable, like what comes to my mind when you say um, the word fair is like um, the notion of like justice and sort of like what's right. But like essentially when somebody is saying that like, oh, like what's fair, this is unfair. Essentially, you're just projecting your expectations of what it should be, not necessarily like what it is. Fairness is a projection. There's a concept called like ma'at, which essentially is the basis of like a lot of the archetypes of justice that we see in the modern world. But ma'at is basically like the, um, what what is in reference to like um, balance, like it's the basis of of, of balance and the natural um, sort of force of balance in the universe is sort of what ma'at is. And so when we talk about fairness, a lot of times we think about it from a standpoint of like, um, like what is right, what is laws. And, and, and that brings us into the world of like the human society because there's like things that are morals, ethics, scruples, but ultimately things are, 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 are always happening in what's like fair, it's just your own perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So in, in so much that we are to govern ourselves in accordance with nature, you must recognize, okay, where am I imbalanced? That's what essentially is the better question to bring in rather than trying to think about um, a projection of expectation. Look at your situation for what it is, you know what I'm saying? And look at how can I balance my life, you know? And I think that's a much more productive and constructive way to view things because um, there's nothing necessarily inherently wrong about... um, different choices you might choose to do with your your finances. Like if you wanna go do something that is meant for fun or you know shopping, whatever it might be, but it, if it's out of balance, right? And balance does, obviously this is like, you think about math, it doesn't always have to be, it could be a sets of four. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 how do I explain this? It's like, um, sometimes if somebody thinks I'm saying balance, they might mean like all like, like you know you get like a circle and you cut it into four that's not even necessarily what I mean I mean it's like relative right balanced meaning like if you know who you are and what your goals are um in order to balance myself this needs to be smaller right they don't all need to be equal so it's like the idea of like equity versus versus equality so like some people think about what I'm saying balance wise from the standpoint of equality that's not necessarily what I mean I mean equity because you have to make it relative to who you are which and where you're growing from and where you'd like to go so if I know that like I tend to over over uh spend on um shopping for, for example then what would make me more balanced would be to cut that back and invest it into a need that I otherwise haven't been spending on like fitness or um, nutrition, right? Um, And I think you you even could take a step back where it comes down to like, what are the necessities for this month? What is savings um, slash like paying off debt? Um, And and then you leave a, a certain amount for wants, you know what I'm saying? And within the wants, you could be in, you could be intentional to be like how can we be uh, balanced from the standpoint of my goals for myself right and then um, as Sky said you can create a sort of sort of relationship with your money that is uh, positively habituated it's a positive habit um, and over time um, it'll be a system that's working for you rather than against you but um, I just I wanted to speak to the to the framing Alexa brought up because I was interested by it 
um, the idea of like, it's not fair, it's not fair. It made me think about this scene from Sopranos where like uh, Tony's son was saying it's not fair and then Tony like snapped on him. <laughs> He's like, did you really just say, say fair? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but notions of fairness, I, I'm always interested in that conversation. Like um, at this point in my life, when I look at the word fair, um, it's every time you say it's not fair, it's just simply you're, you're, you're looking at your, you, that's a moment to excavate your own perspective. Cause it's like, there's something about you that's in resistance with the current moment. And wow. that's, that's okay. That's okay that's for you to feel, for you to feel resistance, but it's, it's important to excavate what it is, right? Feel, feel, recognize your feeling, but understand that reality as it is, is always, is always like neutral. It's always exactly as it should, as it, that's the only way it could be, right? It's you has resistance to it. So you have to excavate what are my expectations that I'm imposing onto this current moment? What where am I imbalanced? Why am I, why am I so what what about me feels like this is unfair? You know what I'm saying? Take a step back and you realize, okay, this is this is my this is my ego formation in this moment. This is the expectation that I've been projecting. Um, how can I pivot my my perspective? How can I expand my my way of seeing this situation to better ground myself? in something that will that will serve me and be more balanced in the long run oh my god yes can i just say that mm, exactly what you just said man this entire time i've been holding myself just like do not interrupt me because at <laughs> every so point i'm like this is exactly where i was at and feel and still feel i am so like or even just offering more context for our audience right like 2019 not 2019 2020 was rough for a lot of us right but i can't speak for everyone so for me it was it, <laughs> terrible hey y'all taking a quick break to check in and see how you're enjoying the show if you're learning from and loving what you're hearing be sure to subscribe to us on youtube and follow the show on spotify and apple podcasts now i've got to say don't forget to leave reviews y'all because that's how you show us that real love we're also active on instagram and tiktok at at 2721.club all right that's all i wanted to say back to the show it was absolutely horrendous Right. Like I had $200 to my name total, like in the world. Right. And I just could not, I just could, it was such a reality check for me because I was so the girl that was like, okay, every two weeks we'll get our nails done. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to hurt it, whatever. And now it's like, I need a place to live. (laughs) I need to live somewhere. I need to have one place where I put my head every night. And I didn't have that. And, and that kind of reality check where it's like, well, like, this isn't fair. Like, this isn't my life. This isn't what what it's supposed to be. Because this is the life that I see for myself, what was in my head for so long. And not even so that I was already doing stuff, but I was just like, yeah, Alexa in one year is going to be doing that 100%. Like, there's no question in my mind that that is what is meant for me. But in this moment, that's just not where I'm at. And it was such a reality check because first, it was the worth thing, right? It was the whole like, wait, if I'm not there, then that means I'm not meant to be there, which means that I'm never going to be there, which means it was never meant for me. And I'm worth trash. And I, I feel you. Just eating your, eating at yourself, right? Yeah, just looking at yourself constantly. Just be like, wait a minute, who, who said that? Can we just put in the meat, like the voice? Who said that? Who <laughs> said that? Because yeah. I know for a fact that that's not. We're just in a low stump right now. We are just at a. Yeah. Um, what was it? My cousin said. I talked with him about this, and he really offered a really great. Um, uh, what was it called? A. Uh, analogy yes thank you analogy for it uh you're you know when you're like really low like you have a really low moment what's that called like a sort of setback slump a slump a slump okay 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 sure i'll go with slump i'll go with slump so he's like alexa you're in a slump right now like that's just point blank that's where it's at you're at a slump right now but your next slump 
isn't going to be as low as this one. And the one after that isn't going to be as low as this mm, one. Mm-hmm. Each new slump keeps like there's cement being poured into like that space in between, right? So it's like you can't ever go lower. That's your is your floor. So yes. you, you, you raise your floor. Everyone says let's break the ceiling, but what you should do is raise, raise your the floor. floor. You raise the floor. Ooh, you wait a minute. You raise the floor. You can't fall any fall more than the floor. And so if my floor is up here, then I'm only gonna mm. fall from right there. Um, and so that's kind of where I think your cousin was going with because oh what you know some helpful advice I got from um, some wow. some mentors um, in my job was that you know you going and getting degrees or you creating like this big resume or background of like what you did and what you do and all these things you executed on projects you know passions things you could talk about you know that you, everything you do um, accumulates to be raising your floor so you know the simplest way just on paper for like employers is like you know, degrees, right? I have this degree and I have this degree. So I only can be hired for that degree. And so that's my floor. And if I go below that, then that's not just justice to myself. Um, and so when you get knocked down and you know where you were, you know where you were at, you you know that that being below that is not even like feasible because you have accomplished so much already. And mm-hmm. so any like snap is just, uh, you know, a divot in that floor that you just like tripped over but you get back up and right. you'll be right there and you have this like life raft because you you live that experience. You know how you got out before, you know how you got there. And so, um, and, you know, hopefully you have like a, a tribe around you that can help pull you out too. And so that's I think that's also another thought. point is like, when you get knocked down, you have this, this, this base where you're like, I've been here before I can get up and I know I should be up on this chair, not on the floor anyway. Mm-hmm. And I also have people around me to help me up. Right? right. And so, you know, a lot of times people don't have that or don't see that perspective and then they get stuck in this divot um, and lost. <laughs> well, can we talk about that though, too? Because yeah. a lot part of a huge part of the money thing is ego. Hmm. So you don't necessarily want, and I don't want to get caught up in the philosophical talk of ego, yeah. but I just mean in general, like, yeah, you don't want, you want, you don't want to tell your friends, I can't go like pride, like, pride. Pride. yeah, you don't want to feel embarrassed. Yeah. Are your buddies, your closest friends, like it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's like you feel like you're the one holding everybody back. Yeah. Everybody else can do it. Everyone wants to go to the trip to Miami. Hell no. <laughs> what? Miami? <laughs> I waste my money. <laughs> it's a waste, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely like this. Like, sorry, Alexa, were you going to say something? I definitely like this um, sort of analogy of like, um, like you're just sort of, um, you're not necessarily trying to break the the ceiling, but you're just raising the floor. Yeah, it makes me think about this idea of like, you, um, you can only like, learn in degrees, right? Like you elevate like your consciousness at in degrees, meaning like, like degrees. So like, if I'm, if I'm calibrated to this degree of consciousness, I could learn, I could be looking at the same thing and then, but I can't go like these, it's almost hard to explain. Like, um, I could, I could look at the same thing from a different degree and see it differently. Do you see what I'm trying to say? It's like the idea that like, um, after this period, it will shift your degree of consciousness. And so you won't, you, that's that in and of itself. Um, is a testament to the fact that you are developing and elevating as a, as a, as a, you know, um, in your, in your awareness of yourself. Um, And so like, I definitely, I definitely resonate with that, but you know, like, um, yeah, like, I feel like when it comes to, I think when it comes to just like 
the whole conversation of like money like I think one thing that Sky said I wanted to touch on as well which is that like don't impose a um a timeline on yourself that feels like oppressive you know what I'm saying if a timeline at all um you know um there are sort of like uh so we operate within a certain cultural context and that cultural context can like influence us in implicit ways that we don't necessarily realize right um so specifically the cultural context that we occupy is one that is um capitalist and, and can be quite hyper individualistic and so the value system is on different things um thereafter and even if your personal value system is is different and you have like certain a uh, different personality the the background could sometimes implicitly influence the picture in the foreground and, and unless you know um there's a level of awareness of like the fact that you occupy that background otherwise you will just be part of the overall picture and not realize that like oh man like a lot of this pressure and anxiety that i'm experiencing is because i believe that there's a timeline to how much i'm supposed to like become a certain thing or make a certain amount right. like the reality is in your young adulthood like it's really about foundation you know what i'm trying to say um and, foundation and enjoying yourself and enjoying yourself and just the notion of like there's really like it's no rush like a lot of people experience success at, at many different periods of their life some experience success in their 20s some 30s 40s 50s you know what i'm saying I learned that Morgan Freeman didn't get booked for his first like acting gig until he was like in his fifties. Now I'm not saying that like, oh, y'all, you know, don't care because it'll happen. You know what I'm saying? But my yeah. point is just don't be oppressive on yourself. Don't feel like, oh my gosh, I need, it needs to happen a certain way. I need it. Cause I've experienced that. Like, literally Alexa, what you were saying really hit me because that's what I'm essentially going through mm -hmm. and having to take a step back and recognize that like, yo, like, you know, um, it's okay for things to happen on its own time and not me and not me feel like it needs to be a certain way. Like that's my own perspective of thinking, oh, yeah. it had to be a certain way right now. Not necessarily. You know what I'm trying to say? You have to shift whatever your value system was. When you're when you're when you're attuned that way, it's because you believe you're more, you're more facing um you're you're essentially it's like this, this, this insecurity. I need to have this amount by this amount of time. Why? Because would I not be worth it? Do you see what I'm trying to say? Oh, what is, mm, would I not be worth hurts. it? So then you recognize, oh, if I said I am worthy, worthy right now, you know what I'm saying? What would make me worthy? Right. And then you shift your perspective and you realize, oh, wait, no, I am worthy. And actually, going back to what Sky was saying, if you think about the long run of it all, this could be pivotal in giving you the skills you need to be financially competent in the long run. So you're just, that, I tell myself this um, as well. I'm just in my, I'm 22 right now, right? I'm really young compared to like my whole life. So I know whatever credit I'm experiencing now is not permanent. I'll get out of this credit difficulty. But when I'm 40, 30s, I would have been able to reference this period of time where I actually had to learn skills and be more intentional and actually apply myself financially. So now I have those skills when I'm in my later adulthood. You know what I'm saying? And during that time, I still was able to connect with my sense of worthiness and abundance. So even at a period where I have more money, 
I know that my sense of abundance isn't necessarily specific to find my, my, my financial and monetary gain. You know? Exactly. I feel like really right. Oh my gosh. But you're saying yes. I feel like right now in our twenties, whatever, especially early twenties. Right. And I'm considering that between like 20 to 25 around there is very much a time for building routine. This is such a time for understanding how to build our personal routines. And I, and then I'm not, and make mistakes and make thank you that's, and make mistakes because yeah. I feel like that's part of the routine though it's like you got to get used to making mistakes and being okay with it not beating yourself up about it being like well that we live and we learn you know yeah. 2020 2020 vision is you know what's it called 20 what's you know 20 hindsight or 20 hindsight is hindsight is 2020, <laughs> 20, hindsight is 2020. <laughs> exactly that because a lot of what you're talking about is even like because I look at even people that don't, don't just do timelines of the years of how old you are now and what you should be able to do, but also in terms of your day. Like I was telling y'all recently about how I was watching this episode from the future pod, from the future um, uh, YouTube uh, like the episode. No, no, no. <laughs> future spelled F-U-T-U-R. I'll link it in our episodic <laughs> details, whatever. But this episode was so good because they were really focused on how to use your time to the best of your ability and how to not allow distraction to get into your life. And so basically this guy took 24 post-it notes to represent the hours of a day. And he put, you know, seven hours of sleep. It's like, you know, seven post-it notes for sleep, um, eight post-it notes for work and each post-it note represented one hour. Right. And so then at the end of the time, at the end of it, he had, I don't know, he had like four post-it notes left of hours that were unaccounted for hours that he didn't know where the time went. And he started beating himself up about it. Like, he's like, yeah, in the past, like, I would have been like this. I would have been like that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's me too. Like I did it. And I have six hours unaccounted for me prior to understanding the importance of building routine and the importance of just making mistakes. And also just being a young person that wants to have fun. Like the, that, the person that was so obsessed with responsibility, that was so obsessed with what's fair, that was so obsessed with what's, um, what I need to be doing, what's ex expected of me would have been like, okay, those six hours are not okay. I need to get on top of that. That's money on the table. I, if I have to get a part-time job, let's do it. Like six, whatever. Like I was so anal at that point where I was really thinking that way. And I know a lot of y'all back home are that way too. But now I look at it and I'm just like, that's time to have some fun. <laughs> that's time to do something with my day with like, maybe it's just reading a book or maybe it's like going out for a longer walk or maybe it's whatever it is. It's mm -hmm. part of building routine. So even in terms of like building routine for your financial uh, self, like every time you get your paycheck, what do you do with that money? You need to sit down and a lot of companies enable this where you can determine exactly what percentage or what fixed amount is going to what particular account. So I have it set so that a certain amount goes straight to my savings. I don't even see that money. Another amount goes straight to like investing or to a, like another account that I have that I use to invest. Um, the other ones go straight to checking, like whatever your system is, right? It enables you to do that. But if it doesn't, then you need to sit down the minute you get your paycheck and just have that be an automated part of your routine where now you're like, okay, so I'm getting paid on the first and on the 15th. This is what I'm going to do with this paycheck, with, uh, you know, with this amount, with that amount, this percentage, blah, blah, blah. And then everything else is left, has left over let yourself have fun. Let yourself just go to the comedy club, pay the premium fee for the VIP because you know what you budgeted for it. This is your money to use. And I feel this, especially for people of color, right? Like we have such a hard time letting go of money a lot of, unless we are going all in, we're doing a huge haul. We are like, nope, over, like we are super, very particular about what we're spending our money on. Cause we hear our parents in our head, like you go, you got haul money? You you, you, you got, got McDonald's money? You got McDonald's money? Like, you got money for this? It's like, 
well, actually I do. And I budgeted for it. It's part of my routine. I make this amount of money per year. This amount of each paycheck goes towards this. This is my fun money and I'm going to use it. And you shouldn't feel any shame for that. So I feel like that's a huge part of it. Even if it's just 20 bucks, like however small amount you have, no matter how um, aggressive you are with your savings or how aggressive you are with your investments, there's still supposed to be money for, for play and for fun. Yeah. And that's one thing I really want to harp on. The reason why I'm harping fun so much is because when we are in dire straits or we perceive ourselves to be in dire straits financially, we lock ourselves down. It's, 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 there's two sides of it, right? We either sure. lock ourselves down. We're like, I'm not spending a penny on anything other than what I absolutely need. If I just need water to survive on, I'm just going to have that water. <laughs> if I can do one meal a day, I'm going to do that one meal a day. That's not reasonable. And the other side of that pendulum is, well, you know, I'm not great anyway. So I'm just going to spend whatever I got coming in, you know, and make my problem even worse. It's that pendulum. So, and, the, and I just feel that, especially if you're on the penny pinching side, which is the side I was on when I was in <laughs> dire straits was imprisoning myself within my money, like seeing my money as being against me, seeing my money as something that hated me, right? And me being like, no matter what I do, my money mm. hates me. I, mm. I put myself in such a bad place mentally to, and to the point where I didn't even want to do routines because I was scared of it. I was scared of the money. I was scared of what it was going to do to me. I was scared of what it wouldn't let me do, all of that. But having that routine, that set routine of, okay, every paycheck or whatever amount of money that comes in in any form or fashion, because maybe you don't have a paycheck. Maybe you got that cousin that's, you know, hey, here's a, tw here's a 20, whatever, like whatever amount they're sending to you. Or if you have, you know, some random tax refund that came in randomly one day, how you use that money, what routine you have set up for that money is so important for your mental health and for your ability to just be reasonable with whatever current cycle of life you're in. And a lot of people get caught up in routine really quick. I want y'all to speak too, but this is so like, Colin really was putting out some solids for me. Um, where, and I, but a lot of people get caught up with routine in the, in the effect that, okay, well, if I don't get a regular paycheck every first and 15th of the month, then I don't have something that I can set up as a routine. I'm like, no, that's not what I said. I said routine in regard to anytime money is coming in. So paycheck is an example. Uh, a check from a family member is an example. A tax refund is an example. Whatever money you have coming in, how do you manage where it's going? Have that be set in stone for yourself. At least when you're first building up a foundation, you can become so much more granular and specific and, system and systematic with it later on once you have more to play with. But for right now, when you're first just starting out, figuring it out, get that foundation set of just knowing what to do with the money when it first comes in and have it aligned with whatever current cycle of life you're in. So for example, um, next year i definitely want travel to be more part of my my lifestyle like in travel for fun not for business not for anything else just for fun let me go out let me go have a hot awesome time i know that now instead of having as much going to fun money i'm going to have another fun for travel automatically that's going right there i'm not going to see that money when that comes in if i get 20 dollars from my mom some random day this percentage of that is going straight to the travel fund so it's just, I felt very important. I no, had to no, say that. No, that's good tips. Uh, allocating every dollar, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's that's really important. But I kind of wanted to go back to what both of you guys were saying over, you know, just this period of time, right, of building these habits that you guys both were telling, giving great advice about. Um, and, you know, Colin had mentioned how, you know, during this time, you know, we can fail and, and it's okay. 
um, because that you he's looking to the, the future, right? The, that forty year old who has has more responsibility, has more um, people that you have to look out for. You know, say you have kids or a significant other, you can't make these those same mistakes you can right now when you're independent and um, not dependent on someone's not depending on you for to feed them right mm-hmm. um you're just worried about yourself and you're managing yourself you're managing these habits that you can teach to your your family your kids whoever um and that you implement so all these mistakes is natural you, you keep falling down you get back up and you build these um, budgeting skills because then when you have something crazy come up in your you know life later on you're like oh i remember we, i was you know living on my friend's couch and i was eating you know ramen every day and we figured out how to, you know, sell door to door magazines and, and make that money back and be able to, you know, elevate ourselves. Um, you know, I know how to, uh, you know, find money where it can't be found. Right. And like right. in, in figuring out, okay, where do I have to move things around my expenses? Oh, I spent too much money on these subscriptions with Netflix mm-hmm. and everything like that. Oh, I sell these automations coming out of my account. Um, in this game on top of every little thing that you um, are seeing leave your account and come in your account you need to be you know super super intentional because that's how things get lost it's like okay I always automate things are subscriptions and things I don't even use like um, you know like I was yelling about Apple Prime like not Apple Prime 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 <laughs> video is like charging me I'm like what is I need to call them and I, I'm, it's been a month one, and, I'm like why y'all charge I don't even use your service like I have you know so like you gotta look at those things you can cut out be and be intentional like alexis said about these dollars are coming in okay they have a job to do mm-hmm. uh, they were going to go towards this bill this um savings account this investment or investing in yourself you should always pay yourself always because you get this paycheck and you're like okay i need to pay for the bills i need to do this and that but pay yourself have that that thing where you say okay i want to have fun with this money and like a really good advice my one of my bosses told me he was like he, he used to work for the world bank and he was like you know his first boss was like okay write me a budget for like what you need to do for projects and make sure they have you write your budget of you know fun like a budget of fun what you're doing yep. every weekend i want to make sure you're spending you know uh you know at least this much money on yourself going to dinner having you know going out with your friends um and we'll allocate for that so that you aren't stressed out and that's that right. makes you a more productive person positive person your routine like, shouldn't leave you feeling depraved yeah you can't be cranky and and like yeah. you know everyone has their time like you're gonna be cranky and like stressed but if you know that you have this and this security and um this routine you're like okay this is my this is my floor this mm-hmm. is my my this is, i can go below this because i have the system that's going to help me get it back up yeah um and so that routine helps implement everything that we kind of talked about absolutely and it also like goes into building gratitude Mm-hmm. Right. So like when I couldn't afford, so like, for example, how you think about building in fun every weekend, I want you to be doing this, doing whatever, like there was a time where I couldn't have afforded those things. So I would have been like, you know what I really look forward to. Yeah. I look forward to my weekly acai bowl that I got from Costco. Like the one yeah, thing the that I can thing, just yeah. whip up, yeah, thing, yeah. the case costs maybe 20 bucks, but you know, that's 20 bucks that I could have put towards something else in my head. But I'm like, no, I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. And once a week, I'm going to have my acai bowl sitting in the sun on the patio or sitting in the grass or whatever, just really enjoying it. It's such a moment of kind of going to what Colin to what you were saying about that equity piece sort of about how you know certain how when you're you have a ton of money you know you're not really paying attention to as much or whatever but like when you don't have as much you're paying attention to everything else you don't have like when I was in that mode I was really trying to take stock of the beauty around me Mm. and the the free beauty around me of how like walking around my cousin's neighborhood I was like wow this puddle is (laughs) 
like just randomly your rain you love the rain i love the rain every time it rains i tell you i felt like a rich i just felt so rich inside i felt so rich inside and oh wait that actually made me think of something that made me think of something really big okay really quick story time so i was in I was in Professor Kai Kendall's uh, class. Shout out to Professor Kai Kendall. She's awesome. I adore her class. It's a stress management course over in the public health building at GW. Hey, that's a stress and management as well. I mean, she's done it. It's dope. Okay, so yeah, and she taught was by a, her. Was a AKA. She, Kai Kendall? It might, I think it might have been Kai Kendall. Was she, I don't she think was, she's a, she was a soror. I, I don't know. She was a black woman. She was an AK. Black woman with long, she's very like boho hippie vibe. Yeah, I think it might have been her. I, I could be mistaken, but I think it might have been her. Oh, she was great. What? Okay, anyway, <laughs> and then go back to the point. Um, she, we were talking in class and she's like, class, what are some common misconceptions about happiness? And one person rose their hand. Yeah, everybody had said a bunch of different stuff. And this one person rose their hand and said, money is the key to happiness. Like that's such a huge um. Uh, misconception and in my head I was like what are you talking about like automatically out loud I was like what are you saying right now because I also want to make sure they're being really realistic here right and talking to y'all back home like money does not I will be clear money does not bring happiness fact but it does make things easier right and it does make it possible to be a bit more to press the gas pedal on the things that bring you happiness and i brought up the example in class of how um i was a little when i was um what was the example oh yeah i was a little girl and um my dad had to spend you know was spending so much time on making sure that the lawn was well you know mode mode exactly and we had a really big lawn so it took a really long time blah 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 blah. and that was time away from us Mm. and then eventually he was like you know what I want to spend some more time with my kids. I want to spend more time with my family. That's something that brings me joy. So I'm going to spend the extra money on somebody to mow this lawn for me. Mm. Money in that aspect yeah. was able, enabled him to press the gas pedal on the avenue that led him to the joy that he sought yeah. for himself, which was time for his family. So let's not be super like, woo, woo, like you don't need money for anything. Like you, yes, we do. <laughs> We're just talking about being smart with it, being intentional with it, being, uh, having the proper habits and, mindsets honestly right not 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 seeking fairness but seeking reason being aware of the current cycle of life that you're in it's also i was watching tiktok recently really quick i I know i'm going a lot but like i'm really excited about what we're talking about because i really i'm gathering a lot from what you two are saying i was watching this tiktok and you know just a bunch of rich people being like what's something you wish that you had done when you were 20 or something you wish you knew when you're the dude in the car is like how did you make all your money and she's like i sold nudes Be all wholesome. He's like, no. <laughs> no, nah, that's funny. That's not. <laughs> no, but that's right. I mean, that's, that's definitely a way a lot of people make money. Um, it is. That's all. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Um, this guy was like, I wish I had known. I wish I just had more fun in my twenties. I was mm. chasing the bag, chasing the bag, chasing the bag, and looking back, if I had started chasing the bag when I was like 26, 27, I would have been in the same place that I am now. But instead, I started trying to chase it when I was 21, 22. Didn't nothing start happening until I was 26, 27. And given the way that it happened, whatever. So you're just really focusing on the fact that he should have had more fun when he was yeah. 20. And everybody kept answering that same thing. 
And it's like, if you get so caught up in the grind, right? Cause we're talking about that hustle we're talking about and not even just like the American culture of you pull yourself up by your bootstraps, independence, blah, blah, blah. But also the whole like hashtags of hashtag hustle, hashtag uh, whatever, you don't know yeah, yeah. hashtags. You get so caught up in it, thinking that that's what's expected of you, thinking that's, that's what you should be living. Who said that? We're gonna play that voice now. Um, because, <laughs> because that's just not for you. I really, can we just talk really quickly about the fact that I think social media, and I'm a, I am not against social media whatsoever. I want to be very clear about that. Like social media managing was a huge part of my life for a long time. And I'm not against social media. I'm just big on making sure that you, that you expose yourself to accounts that don't trigger you, right? Because you can block, I block and mute a lot of people, <laughs> like a lot. But when it comes down to it, I don't think we were ever meant to know that this many people exist. Yeah. I don't think we were ever meant to know that this many options of living life or ways of living life existed unless you personally sought it out for yourself. And yeah. that's led to a lot of depression. Yeah. That's led to a lot of um, er- um, expectations that aren't reasonable. It's like that, that flash exposure, right? Like if you learned about it in, like before the internet, like, or like before you had social media, you go and travel, you go to, you know, Africa, you go to South America, you go to right. Europe, and oh. you're talking to people there. Yep. But now you're seeing only the elites of those places and how mm-hmm. they live. And like, oh, you can, you know, with, with 500 bucks, you can have a palace in Mexico. And I'm like, you know, what? okay, like, like, what's that doing for me, right? Mm-hmm. You're not having this organic experience of like developing this Rolodex of like knowledge of these experiences of like how people live. Because yeah, it's helpful to know like, you're not the only one, you know, not just you in New Jersey or DC or Seattle, you know, mm-hmm. living this experience. And it's cool to be connected to people from all around the world, but you see like this, like this toxic flexing and it makes you feel some type of way. And like this thing that, oh, wow, this person went to school here and then this and that. But a lot of times it's not even true. Like they're just, a lot of times it's, it's like- not even true. It's like That's what repos- I was just about to get into. It's not really a full portrayal of what's actually yeah. happening. Some people exactly. are just showing, they're only showing a segment of it that seems, you know, I guess shareable seems that's like going to create the type of reaction or validation that they might want. Exactly. Um, so if, you know, what ends up happening, you know, that's a separate conversation generally on social media, but just the idea that, you know, um, the majority of the cases actually people might actually be feeling like sort of sad, depressed, empty or whatever. And we'll go on social media because or, or in anxious more, more like specifically, I think more common, like somebody might feel like, all right, I'm, I'm feeling bored or anxious or just sort of like a sense of meaninglessness or emptiness or whatever. And almost subconsciously, I'm just gonna go on my phone because it's like, all right, let me just like scroll, see what's going on. And you see all these other pictures of people who like seemingly aren't feeling that way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're like, dang, like, am I alone? The reality is you're not actually. Most really people not. actually are feeling sort of like a lot of those low feelings that you've experienced, but they're just not posting that. They're, they're posting the... Yeah the fun times, the smiley times, the camaraderie, the, the travel, the whatever. But um, that's not the full breadth of the human experience, um, the human condition. And it does only show one sort of polished version of the human condition. And and um, it seems people are rewarded for that polishedness. So you feel oh, yeah. like, oh, I need to I need to lean into that as well. But um, that could be very unhealthy. And uh, I, I totally agree that um, there was once a time where that wasn't as uh, accessible. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about the whole, like, I almost, I don't know why I'm imagining this, but like, I'm imagining like a whole globe, 
right? And it's like Google Maps, and you like zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. You can zoom into like a certain locality, and you can even zoom into somebody's face. <laughs> so to me, zoom into somebody's face and see like the full what's going on. Yeah. But you're not really seeing their face. You're not actually seeing their face. You're not seeing who they really are. You're seeing um, a sort of partial version of them. And so, um, and that's sort of that's sort of dangerous. Um, because there was a time where it wasn't even that you could even see their face at all. Yeah. You had to go sort of discover. Um, so, can I ask you a question? I don't want to interrupt you, Colin, but I, I think this will go into what you're about to say. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just really curious uh, for you both. In the you know multiverse of madness and all that stuff, um, if you were to meet the version of yourself in another universe that like was never exposed to the likes of social media, was never exposed to all these different ways that's possible to live your life. Would you would actually would you want to meet that person or do you think it'd be too triggering of a of an introduction of like who you would be? It's like the what's it called? What are those people that live in Pennsylvania? The Amish? Yeah. <laughs> well, I what I mean without technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. I mean, I don't think I would got through school. Because <laughs> like technology, you're talking about social media, or you're talking about like well, I just mean social, so social in media. Terms, okay, say, so right? let's, let's think of it this way. So yeah. social media and how we have, you know, it's made us so exposed to different like means, different yeah. um hashtags, different ways of living, different um people's perspectives on life. Like if you just did not have social media mm. and ne- social media never existed, never existed. There's no Snapchat, there's no TikTok, there's no Instagram, there's no Facebook, there's no Twitter. There's no black Twitter. None of that. I mean, just go back to the time that you weren't using it, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. What I was so, thinking. Would you want yeah. to meet that version of you now at this age? So like 20... Or would it be 2010, an introduction? 2020 sky blanks? But <laughs> as 22, as 2022 now. 20, 23 20. years old now. <laughs> I mean... 23 for you, 20, 22 for you. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, I mean, why not? I, I met people that don't use social media all the time. Do you and, think you'd be hard on yourself for how you are now? after meeting the you of no social media? I'm already kind of hard on myself. I, I don't like as much time I spend on my phone. Um, okay. It's a necessity. And, you know, it's hard when, like, your work is integrated into that or, like, you have to go on to look for, pa- like, passion, right? Like, a lot of times, the good thing about, like, social media is, like, it brings ideas to the forefront. So, like, I was telling, um, you know, some friends about, like, Twitter, while I, my preferred social media is Twitter, even though it's like toxic and it's like a bunch of chaos. <laughs> it's because I of the, feel you, bro. Oh yeah, it's, a, it's the multimedia, right? It's so you have, very... you have like, like reading, like, like, you know, words, and you also have, you know, like pictures and videos. And so it's multimedia content. That's the most like uh, prevalent, I think. And it brings a lot of discussions to the forefront. So like the threads and everything. And I like to see engaging. Like, com- like, conversational. It's more community. conversational. It's not just one side where you see someone posting yeah. it, you can interact more. Um, I know like people use like Reddit and stuff like that because that's more interactive as well. Um, so like it's good and bad. Like it creates bad ideas. It brings good ideas, but you can kind of come through it and see, okay, this is some, you know, a lot of times to, like to put, put to you guys, we get a lot of ideas from like social media of mm-hmm. like what to talk about. We want to know what's going on in the world, right? And so that's very helpful, but it also has a you know two sided sword of like okay, but also I could be spending my time doing something else, or I can you know experience like the real world more, and that's why I'm scared about like the metaverse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, wow. I think ultimately, like thinking about social media is just like it's just another. It was another form of connection, and in some ways, it could foster connection, and in other ways, it could sort of obscure connection. Um, obscure. And I think that like. Mm-hmm to the extent that it that it does you know um create this uh 
half connected, but yeah, to the extent that it does obscure connection, like it, 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 that's when it can feel weird in like the real human aspect of like, okay, now I'm off social media, I'm trying to live my life. And it's like, you know, a lot of like, for me, like, I don't, unfortunately, like I don't have a lot of social interaction these days. I spend a, lot, a great deal of my time alone. So because of that, and I think this was actually happening a lot during COVID, and it's just probably why TikTok really uh, uh, grew during that time. It was because it's like, okay, like I'm not able to see people. I don't even really talk to that many people, but if I go on Instagram or something, uh, whatever social media uh, uh, platform, it'll give you that feeling of connection, even though it's not real connection. But there, that's not to say that that real connection is not is not able to happen though. That's the other end of it though. Cause there is some positive aspect where it's like, you can see um, positive things or you can meet people on social media or different um, spaces online where it does foster some genuine community. So I try to look at both aspects of it, but in either case, going back to what I mentioned with balance earlier in the conversation, it's just about moderation and sort of knowing yourself. You know, if you're somebody who spends too much time on social media beyond what you feel like you would like to, maybe, maybe reel it back. Um, but it's all about just sort of moderation, knowing yourself. Um, but um, I guess the one last statement I wanted to say, though, um, going back to what we discussed with money mm-hmm. is sort of just like thinking about money um, or sort of as like, like a, a lot of things that we've talked about is sort of like relationships with money. Right. And so like the relationship that you have with, with, with like whatever it might be, it sets the tone of, with your, of your experience with it. Right. So like when it comes to like love and romantic relationships, if you've had like a very negative <laughs> upbringing, like with when it comes to like viewing par- romantic partnership, you might have a pessimistic relationship with it, which will close you off to that um, other what the other other end of that form of love, right? Similar with with money, if you have a very negative pessimistic relationship with money, um, that will inform sort of how you engage with money throughout your life. And so I think essentially just framing money as something where it's like, as Alexa mentioned, being able to um, don't even look at it as as like good or bad agree with just thinking about how it's, it's it has use you can actually help take care of the people in your life or investing yourself and like investing in yourself when it comes to money is like a really good way to like improve your relationship with money um because like it shows you that this like you know what i'm saying ha- like you can associate it with like that feeling like how does it feel to like you know get yourself a massage or get ice cream um because you felt like you needed ice cream and you were having a hard day Um, I did that and my inner child really appreciated it. Um, Or how does it feel to like support like this person in your life who matters to you? That's sort of, you don't even have to think about money in terms of the visual, oh, green dollar, but feeling, oh, that warm feeling I got when I did this for somebody I cared about, you know what I'm saying? Or I did this for me. Um, So, and even just to sort of somehow thread the social media aspect in, social media does give people a, a new avenue to like generate like, um, financial like opportunities for themselves through like connections that they form on so like on like online like I think that's like a new thing that's like novel to this era is that people have been able to like create livelihoods for themselves through like meaningful connections on social media but also through you know not real presentations of themselves but ultimately it's just that like you know if you're intentional when it comes to like how you view money um you can you can open a huge river um of it if, if you just sort of um if, if you're willing to like um to shift your perspective about it this is a great conversation yeah this is really great 
Thank you for listening to the 2721 Club. Make sure to subscribe to hear more episodes and give us your reviews. Follow us on all major streaming platforms along with Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. I said it's over. I'm no longer gonna be a soldier. We will never let you take us over. I said it's over. I'm not even looking for no closure. Waking up my people like soldiers. I said it's over.